I'm Linda Van Falkenberg. And I'm Ron Gore. And, and you're listening, listening to, to the, the Co Parent Academy, Academy Podcast. Podcast. kind of a beautiful day today <laughs> the sun is shining they just finished a race outside like a 5k 10k kind of thing which we didn't have to run oh that's which makes it sure. the best kind of race and we can sort of hear them taking everything down so kind of a, a feeling time since i did a 5k that's, <laughs> that's the longest i've done when was the last time you did a 5k oh it was uh, about six or seven years ago that's pretty good yeah I do a run walk kind of a thing. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, Got to pace yourself. <laughs> Speaking of uh, pacing yourself, we are really excited because we're super close to a couple big milestones with Co-Parent Academy. The first is November 3rd, the site is going to be fully live. We have a ton of courses in there. We have our three foundational courses, the principles, uh, the communication, and the conflict resolution, the three foundational courses. And then we have a ton of other courses in there as well. We have everything from how to properly do visitation transfers to how to talk with a child about a relocation. To discipline. Discipline. Yep. Reconciliation. So you'll know what the process is if the judge sends you there. Right. Exactly. So we have uh, eight or nine courses already in there. They're all going to be live November 3rd. And then November 21st, we're adding our step family course. It'll be available for purchase at that time. And so this is all at coparentacademy.com starting November 3rd. In keeping with us moving to have the Step Family course live, we are doing another podcast today about Step Families. And the one we have today is drawn from a Reddit post. And this one, on the surface, it seems like it's not quite a big deal. But when you dig into it, there's lots of issues here. And this is something that, as many of the Reddit posts are, that is just very practical and it comes up a lot in both of our practices, you know, right. children give me their perspectives on this and um, it's, it's way too often, really. I know. And it, it seems so innocuous until you start yes. to think about it from everybody's perspective. Yes. So in this case, we've got a stepson who's 10 years old and he's at the father and stepmother's house one day a week and every other weekend. And he's decided that he doesn't like the furnishings of his quote unquote old room. The stepmother and father, it says we, importantly, we told him that if we removed those items, you know, his room would be sparse. He wouldn't have much in it. His mattress would be on the floor. Um, he wants a bunch of new stuff. He wants a new bed frame, new bedding, new decor. And they told him, they gave him a dose of reality. They told him the world doesn't really work like that, quote unquote. And that if he wanted new items, quote, just because he'd have to do chores or earn money to help pay for those items. He's refused to do chores and whines to his mom about feeling forgotten because he, his room hasn't been furnished and decorated as he requested, but they've settled into the rest of the house. That's a very important line. Correct. She makes, the stepmother, makes significantly more money than the father who, quote, struggles to pay for his own basic living expenses. Another important part. Yeah. She says, I generally am a very giving person, but I don't feel right acquiescing to these room makeover demands. Should I feel guilty or responsible for his empty room? What would you do? 
And we would look through the comments on this, over 100 comments for this post. So she also help much this hits home for people. Exactly. And the comments that we read, we read maybe 30 or 40 of them. Uh, they all tended in the same direction right. of supporting the stepmother and, and sort of her thought. And the basic gist of uh, the responses that we saw were basically like, yeah, the kid's a whiner. He needs to do chores if he wants it or just give it to him for Christmas. Those were basically the responses. I'm okay with the Christmas thing. I mean, a lot of times if, if a child wants something that's rather large and as kids get older, even by 10, um, they may want something big, um, actually usually much bigger than a new comforter or something, you know? Right. And so that in and of itself with the kids I talk to these days sounds rather inexpensive in comparison. Right. But I hear a lot about Christmas lists and already in October. So it's, <laughs> they start really early. So I would definitely say those kinds of things need to wait until a holiday, a birthday or a Christmas present, that kind of thing. But, you know, you mentioned a while ago that he needs to be doing chores anyway. But, you know, and my thought about that is it should be the natural parent that imparts that list or that desire or whatever for him to do that. Yeah, there, there are really a few things that connect with the step-parent course that we are producing now uh, that'll be right in November 21st. <laughs> um, a, a few things that I, I saw here that really jumped out at me because of all the research that we've been doing about step-families and because of your experience and my experience dealing with them. One, it's not silly for him to feel forgotten, using step-mom's words. Right. Because the rest of the house has been put together as the folks want it, and his isn't what he wants. This is old room. And my female perspective on that one also would be, just a little PS there, um, if she's the one affording all this, probably paying for the house, dare I say, and the furnishings of the rest of the house, they're probably her choice. Right. Dad probably isn't all that concerned about choosing anything because he's not paying for it, evidently. Yeah, probably. If his basic needs are all he can take care of. And then I would assume that the responsibility for paying for anything that's in the child's room would also fall on stepmom as well. And that right. probably is why she used the word responsibility there at the end. Right. And that can, that can really cause some resentment sure. on her part. For both the child and the father. Yeah, for sure. And I think that comes through in her language. Right. I mean, when she says that he's, quote, whining, he whines to his mom about feeling forgotten. Right. That's That language that she chooses there, that he whines to his mom, is so dismissive. Yes. And shows a lack of understanding of his feelings on it. And this is that classic insider-outsider situation that Definitely. we see with step families. So in this case, because he is... There every other weekend and one day a week, he is the outsider to this household. Sure. He pops in and out. They've established a house and they feel comfortable in it in the space that they occupy. He sees all the stuff, I'm assuming, set up in, in right. the rest of the house. He already feels like an outsider because he's not there that often. Well, it's all very foreign to him. We don't know right. what father's living arrangement was with the child. I'm assuming an apartment. Probably. But the kid was probably okay with that. Right. You know, he had dad. It was just us guys hanging out. And now this new person is deciding all this stuff. And right. where do I even sit? 
to watch TV or you know, that that's super of. interesting. I that's very interesting. I wonder if, and this is us speculating a little bit, but it would fit if Dad moved in with stepmom, right? And they ridded all the stuff, and they just brought son's stuff, which is probably of lesser quality right. from the apartment or whatever, right? And so it's kind of probably a reminder of him having better times hanging out with his dad and also feeling like a second-class citizen in this new family more than one way. Not only is the stepmother taking more of his dad's attention that used to go to him, but also his room feels like a second-class room. Yes, could be, definitely. The other thing that I'm always thinking about, and I love it when they do put the child's age in here, is um, these days – 10 is the new 12 or 13, you know, the, the children, gosh, even some, you know, at eight or nine, you wouldn't believe what their rooms look like. It's a mini apartment. Mm-hmm. You know, we have refrigerators and of course all our gaming systems and our right. TikTok system and everything going on in there. And so it may be that he's starting to feel that way and would like to upgrade a little bit in terms of things he can do and, you know, gaming or whatever. She doesn't mention that. She mentions very practical, normal stuff like a bookcase and desk. Yeah. And that kind of thing. He may have a seven-year-old room and a perception of himself as a 13-year-old. Yeah. And that he's sort of stuck in be. the middle. Definitely could be. And, you know, the things about it, it's once again, one of, one of the main ideas that we put across in our step parenting course is that so many of this stuff these things have to come from the biological parent, whether you're the male or female step parent. But the nesting thing is typically more of a female thing. And so it's, it's you know, really important for the child to feel like he's got some sort of choice. You know, if he finds a bed that's going to cost $4,000, that's one thing versus one that he thinks would be cool and a wayfarer for a lot less, you know, right. that kind of thing. And I can see it as a bonding experience between the child and the step parent for him to have some choices within boundaries of, you know, put on, put on Wayfair, the, the, (laughs) the amount, the top amount you want to spend and it'll just pop up those options and hint, you know? Right. And options is a good word here because they're giving him, he's 10 and they're putting in front of him. Um, a combination of you need to take responsibility for yourself and do these chores to earn the money for the room. At the same time, he's 10, he's immature and he doesn't quite understand the dynamic. He he probably doesn't understand why he's feeling the way he's feeling. Um, They're giving him too many choices. I feel like he should be doing chores, right? It shouldn't be a quid pro quo or the wrong kinds of choices. Right. Thank you. Those kind of choices are very good for, for, you know, a child to be able to make that are just, you know, would I rather have a blue comforter or a yellow one? Right. But when it comes to doing chores to become, and, and that's another way that they can become more of a family feel, even when they're not there all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you have to be careful, ch- children tell me, that sometimes if, if doing the dishes is their chore, they arrive at the other house where they don't spend as many days uh, a month to a pile of dirty dishes. <laughs> Oh, really? Literally. Um, or, you know, nobody threw their dirty clothes that aren't very many in with everybody else's, you know, and, you know, they don't have a little, I mean, that's what I used to do as a stepmom. You know, she wasn't dirtying up that many clothes on a weekend with us, and she had her own clothes at our house. And so 
of course I'm going to throw her stuff in with my stuff and she's going to have clean clothes when she comes back. And that only makes the insider outsider feeling worse. Right. To make them feel, oh, you're a second class citizen. We're not thinking about you when you're gone. When you get here, you have no real place because you don't have anything to wear. And we waited for you to do the chores. Right. That just makes it so much worse. Right. And she really it makes is. them not want to be there. Right. <laughs> she, she's back. really missing an opportunity, right. which I, I doubt would be that expensive to furnish his room. I don't think it would either. She's really missing an opportunity to build her relationship and to bond with her stepson. And her in the meantime, the dad should be having the child do chores. That's dad's responsibility to teach that ethic to the son. Stepmom should be staying out of it. She should furnish his room in a reasonable way, bond with him over the furnishing. The chores will get done anyway. You just don't make it as explicitly transactional by keeping a chart that you've paid for it. And it's not up to mom to teach stepson a lesson. And I kind of feel like I'm getting a hint, and I just could be completely wrong about this, so I'm open to being smacked down on it. I'm kind of getting the feeling that mom, stepmom doesn't respect dad in terms of his professional life or income generating capability or something. And she's sort of taking it out on stepson. I almost get a, a sense of this of be you're not going to be a loser like your dad. Ooh, wow. You're going to learn responsibility. You're going to pay for your stuff because your dad isn't paying for his stuff. Makes you wonder why she's with him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you get that sense at all? Could be. And I, I, wonder when the child tells his mother that he feels forgotten outsider because his room hasn't been furnished and decorated as the rest of the house has been, obviously he, I guess in 10 year old vernacular, you know, a child would tell me this in this situation, look, what did they have to do to get that? Oh, that's so, yeah, because kids are all about fairness. Yeah, she says, she says, oh, totally. Yeah. She says, I have to do this, but I don't want my dad did to, to get that. You know, right. he had such and such at the apartment, but now, you know, suddenly we have all this. And right. so why can't my room be as nice as that? Right. So what advice would you give to this stepmom? And are we being too harsh? I think it's just a really normal kind of thing. Um, I I remember when I was younger and not feeling as secure financially, you know, and I was in a relationship with a, a young child. Um, I, I, I do remember a couple of fleeting thoughts here and there about, I feel like most of this is on me, where first of all, I think she needs to check herself in terms of, is it really? You know, because sometimes when you're in a relationship, you tend to kind of, as girls, once again, tend to pick up what we see as slack and buy the presents and buy the decorations and buy these kind. We really kind of like shopping for those things. Mm -hmm. But, and most guys aren't as thrilled about it. And, or wait too late and we're afraid they're never going to get it or, you know, those kinds of things. And so, you know, you just, yeah, it, it, yeah, I had to check myself. Let's put it that way. I won't put this on her, but I know I had to, there was a time when I had to check myself in terms of, wait, I bought that for the little girl's birthday or for just, you know, fix it up the house and fixed her room. But 
I don't get, I don't, I don't get to, you know, like she was saying, should she feel guilty or responsible? I don't get to feel um, angry or resentful that I'm the one that bought it. Excuse me. (laughs) Nobody made me do that. And so I, you know, had to realize that if I'm being generous, enjoy being generous, period. Right. And not second guess it. Right. And right. And I think I asked if we were being unfair to her because I felt myself being a little too harsh. And I, I think here's sort of my other thoughts about it. Stepmom shouldn't have to deal with these issues. Right. She's not the parent. You're right. If she wants to be generous, be generous. If she doesn't want to, then don't. Right. But she shouldn't interpose herself into turning this into a life lesson for the kid. Right. That's not going to be a way for her to increase her relationship with the son. If, if Well, no child, especially not that age, enjoys a lecture. Yeah, no, no person enjoys a lecture. <laughs> I mean... But once again, he's not going to book a ticket for the next one, you know? Exactly. Right. And he's going to be trapped there in a house with stuff he doesn't like, with a stepmother who's trying to teach him life lessons, which he thinks is unfair in the first place. And if she is frank, maybe she's just venting here. Right. She didn't. But, you know, interestingly, she didn't put it in the vent category because and on Reddit, you can put a category for what this is. And instead of putting vent, she put advice. So I don't believe she perceives herself as venting. So I think she's presenting this information in what she feels to be a rather factual manner. And the word choice that she has, the resentment just oozes. Right. And so I think part of that resentment is because she's doing exactly what you're saying. She's putting way too much on herself. She's adopting a role that shouldn't be hers, which comes with responsibilities that shouldn't be hers. And she doesn't say how long they've been together, but I sense it's rather new. Seems like it. And that is a typical mistake that the new stepmother especially does make. And something I just thought of, how do they know he's, quote unquote, whining to his mother? Yes. I imagine that mom is communicating with dad about it, and stepmom's probably ticked off about that too. Right. Why is mom... That could be the major tick-off point. That could be the major thing. Yeah. So stepmom owes it to herself to just take a step back, not take on responsibilities that aren't hers, not try to teach life lessons that she doesn't need to teach, either get the stuff or don't, but let dad handle the chores and the life lessons. Right. And if they really can't afford it, either, either one of the adults right away, you know, don't strip his room, you know, just say, you know, Sometimes in life we have to wait a little bit to do whatever. You know, I saved up to do this and so that you see in the living room or whatever. And so I thought you liked those things that were coming from your dad. Try to be empathic, in other words. And I thought you liked the stuff that was coming from your dad's apartment and that would be good for you to have as a transition. But if you're really not happy with it or if you're outgrowing, and I could see where you might be outgrowing it, then I do want to know more about that. I do want to. Um Maybe when we're out shopping sometime, you can go, oh, I really like that bed, or I really like this or that. And there might be some things you're assuming they would like. Like a lot of boys don't want a headboard for some weird reason. They just don't. Hmm. And that's more of a girl thing, too. I would have to say I don't even think about it. I figured that. Right, yeah. I figured that. (laughs) Or they'd rather have, you know, some big poster or something on the wall instead of a fancy headboard. And so there may be some expenses she's 
assuming will be something he wants, and she just hasn't bothered yet to listen That's a great point. to what he wants and make sure she knows. That's right. Which would, even just that process yes. would help it's build a relationship. Very bonding. You yes. Bet. And, and nothing that she's going to, while they're out, uh, she needs to tell him it's just a, a fact-finding mission that she's on. She could take pictures of him beside the bed he wants. And, you know, a lot of those kinds of things the kids would love. Mm-hmm. And then she can refer back to that for those uh, either gifts at a certain time or, you know, he can, he can. that's a great life lesson that you use your actions instead of your words to explain to a child, you know, that we, we can do this this month and maybe next month. I do hear kids tell me that a lot and they're not complaining or complaining. They're saying, um, mom or dad are going to get me a new whatever next month where they get paid, you know. Mm-hmm. And I always follow that up with, that's cool that you have that to look forward to. Right. And that's something that all of us as adults have to do that too, you know. We don't always just go get to go get what we want when we want it. Right. So it's a good thing that that you know that and you get to look forward to that. You know, it's a reframe right. for what they may be impatient for. Well, I hope uh I hope stepmom is actually easier on herself. Yes. Doesn't put so much on herself. Yes. And just enjoy her relationship. There's a lot you can do with it before you spend the money. Exactly. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to leave questions, comments, or concerns, please email podcast at coparentacademy.com. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen.